Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the show. And a big shout out to Kathy, who has inspired today's episode. She emailed me asking me about Anchor, a website and app that is designed to make podcasting easier for people. And I thought, you know what? I could write you back, Kathy, or I could just speak right into your ear holes and make a little episode of the podcast about it. So today I'm going to be delving a little deeper into the podcasting platform, I will start out by saying that if you love Anchor and you're using it and it is working brilliantly for you, then that is spectacular. The only thing that I care about in the podcasting world is that shows sound good, that we are putting every little ounce of effort into not releasing crappy programs. I understand this idea of making podcasting more accessible and more sort of available to people that maybe don't have a microphone or don't have the correct equipment. But I really just don't think that you should be recording your show just on your phone, holding it up to your mouth. That's fine if you want to do it and practice, but those kind of shows are going to find it very difficult to compete with the quality of show that's out there. You by no means need a radio studio or super expensive equipment. And my show and my website and my course are all about making podcasting more accessible. But I still don't think that accessibility means you should compromise on quality. So that is where I come from in everything that I suggest and recommend and every piece of advice that I give is that I am trying to empower you to have the skills that you would use in a professional environment at home with equipment that you can afford to make a show that you love and an audience will love. If Anchor is the way that you are doing that, keep on using it. If you haven't used it yet, I'm just going to talk you through a few of the pros and cons of it and give you a bit of a reason why I don't tend to recommend it, but I definitely think it's worth trying out. It's a free platform, so you can always give it a burl and see if you like it and there's sort of no cost attached to that. So that's really great for them to offer the platform for free because then you can really try before you jump into it. There are also some fantastic features within in the website and the app that I think other platforms could certainly think about incorporating in their platforms, but there are also some limitations. So I'll dive into a bit of that today in the episode. And remember that all I'm coming from is a place of wanting to make sure that people are making the best show possible. One of the great things about Anchor is that it's evolved a lot. I noticed that a lot online when there are a couple of concerns about Anchor's terms of use um, that were sort of whizzing around the internet and pretty quickly they cleaned those up and they've come a long way since I first heard about them a few years ago. I can't even remember when it was, but I remember it being sort of more about opening up the app on your phone, yapping for a bit and sharing short pieces of audio. So they've really developed the platform a lot and I'm sure that they will continue to develop it. So let me first start with some of the benefits. Obviously, it's free. That means that you can sort of jump in there and have a bit of a crack and play with the platform and see if you like it. One of the things that sort of sets Anchor apart, because they are a podcast host, so they are also a place to store your podcast episodes and share your episodes with podcasting directories, but they also have editing functionality within the app and the website. And these are some of the things that I really like but that I also find a little tricky. So some of the things that you can do in there is that you can actually add 
little musical transitions in between segments. You can add background music to some voice tracks. If you want people to ring up and leave you a message, then they can do that within the app and it basically pops up all of these messages that have come in from your audience and you can just drag and drop them across as you build out this episode. The actual building of the episode is very much drag and drop and it's sort of like little building blocks. You build it piece by piece. And you can insert all of these really interesting things into your show that I think should be in your show anyway, but Anchor's really trying to make them a lot easier to slot in. Even when people listen to your show on Anchor on the app, they can press a button that lets them give your episode a little clap. There's all of this stuff that is really interesting and smart, and I love the way that they've incorporated those things because you should be including as much of that audio texture in your episodes as possible, like your messages and your background music and little stings in between segments. So I really like the idea of that. The problem that I have is in the control that you have over that audio. And I don't mean them owning the audio. There was a bit of an issue online about that a while ago. I mean about control you have over the edit. So I'll take you through a few things. The first thing is that I tried to practice uploading an episode of this podcast and the editing function gives you the option of either splitting things into sections or trimming a piece of audio so you can trim it shorter from the ends. This is okay, but it really doesn't give you very much control. I I guess if you wanted to cut bits out, you could cut it up into segments and then sort of delete bits in the middle of the segments that you've cut up. But when I'm editing a podcast, I get right down to the sort of very nitty gritty of the audio file. I can sometimes be replacing breaths or adding little extra bits of silence. And the point of that is to make it sound when somebody listens to it like it hasn't been edited. I don't think that is possible within Anchor. That doesn't mean that you can't edit the episode in another piece of software and then upload that edited audio to Anchor. Maybe if you wanted to use some of the bits of audio that exist in Anchor where you just drag them and drop them across, you could edit your episode and put bits of silence in where you plan to kind of split that and then build the blocks of that within the platform. But I really just, I mean, I know I've been using Audition for a long time, but I found it clunkier than using Audition where you can literally just copy and paste things into your audio file and you've got much more control over volume and fading in and out. And even if you put some background music underneath your voice track, I really liked that it sort of auto-faded out the music, but I didn't have any control over where that faded, when it faded out. And that's something that you really need to have over your podcast, I think. You need to be able to control those little elements so that you can make it sound as polished and high quality as possible. When I was editing on the website, I sort of went into the track and all I could do was split the track that I'd uploaded into segments. But what I was looking at was just a big solid coloured bar. I wasn't even seeing a waveform there so I, and I couldn't zoom down. I didn't have much control. It was literally just sort of sliding with my mouse, uh, the cursor left and right to try and get the exact spot that I wanted to split the track. Now that to me was just not enough control over the edit. When I used the app, 
you could see the waveform clearer, but you were still just basically editing with your finger. And again, I would just rather have my mouse and be able to zoom right down onto the waveform, be able to take out little sections, move them around if I need to. And I just wasn't able to do that in Anchor. So that doesn't mean that you can't edit the episode entirely outside of Anchor and then upload it and use them as a podcast host. That's totally doable as well. But I'm just talking about these editing functions that happen in the uh, in the website and in the app and why I don't think they're necessarily as good as doing it outside in another piece of audio editing software. The other thing too to be mindful of is that sometimes when you're importing things into your podcast episode, they'll be at different volumes. So the music might be louder than the audio track that you use or your voice might be louder than the music. And you really want as few of those sort of really big variations in volume as possible. And you don't really have the control over that in Anchor. Really, you're at the whim of whatever level of volume those files are set at. And so it comes down to kind of picking a track that fits in rather than using the track that you want and then adjusting the audio and the level of the volume accordingly. So you don't really want those kind of tracks to feel like they stick out like dog's balls because they're a lot louder and and sometimes because you can't control the volume. That was sort of another point of frustration that I had trying to edit within the program. One of the things that Anchor talks a lot about is recording on your phone. They have the app there for you to be able to do that. And one really interesting thing that I liked, even though I don't like the resulting quality, I really like the idea that you can actually add people onto a call when you're recording and then the app will automatically record all three or whatever, however many people you've got on there and record that audio. The thing that's great about that is that it makes it really simple to link people up. The thing that's not great about that is the audio quality. I don't think you should be putting up phone quality audio for a show. That's just my personal preference. I don't think that that is good enough if your goal is to compete with some of the high quality podcasts out there. Again, if you're just practicing and you're giving it a burl and you just want to see how you go, by all means, get your presenting down, get your content skills down, get all of that stuff down and then maybe upgrade and get some mics and think about that. But a long-term successful podcast is not going to be one that is three people talking at phone audio quality. So I, I again, I like that it's accessible, but I think that's more of a practice round in terms of audio quality than it is something you would want to be publishing every single week. The other thing about that is it, it records from the moment that everybody picks up. So you then need to go in and edit that audio because you don't obviously want the, hi, how are you? Okay, I'm recording. Uh, we're going to start, you know, so you need to chop all that kind of crap out. But I, I enjoyed, I like the way they're thinking. I just don't think that it's great audio quality or something that you'd necessarily want to be publishing, that your show needs to be higher quality than just a phone recording. If you want to record on your phone in my equipment guide for podcasting, I suggest a couple of mics that you can use like the iRig and the uh, a Rode mic as well that just plugs into your phone. If you're going to record on your phone, I would suggest getting really high quality mics that mean that you can record the audio onto your phone, but that you're not just relying on the microphone that's inbuilt because then you're going to be picking up all sorts of crappy noise and static and it's just not going to sound great. So you can actually record on your phone, but it's always best to 
try and get a decent quality microphone, which doesn't have to be expensive, but that you can use so that you can at least have a better quality of audio to play with. So those were my main concerns with Anchor. I I still think it is better to edit your show in audio software like GarageBand or Adobe Audition or Audacity, whatever program you feel comfortable with. I think you still have more flexibility and control over your audio in those programs than you do at the moment in Anchor. But like I said, they're improving things all the time, so I can imagine that there will come a time when all of these things will be possible, but at least for right now, as the moment I'm recording, that is still fairly limited within Anchor. The other thing that I think is important to note is that when you're recording on your computer and you're recording in audio editing software, you are keeping all of your files locally. You've got all of your raw files there. You are recording everything and saving it or you should be saving it in a folder so that everything you have, every piece of original content that you have, you have on your hard drive and you own it and you have it there. If you're recording things inside of Anchor and you are adding little bits and bobs, I'm sure you can download the resulting audio somewhere. But as somebody who has been recording and editing audio for over 15 years, the idea of not having my files on a hard drive is enough to give me heart palpitations. You never know when you're going to need that audio. You don't know if something goes wrong with Anchor, if it ever shuts down. You don't have any access to any of your files that you have in there. I just always think it is super important to have every piece of your original work on a hard drive that you have in your person backed up however many times you feel comfortable, but that is essential. You want all of your original content to be housed somewhere safe and somewhere that you have access to no matter what happens. So recording things and making everything within a podcasting host or within a program, that just scares me a little. It might not scare you at all. You might be somebody, unlike me, who is super comfortable with things like the cloud. I am terrified of things like the cloud. So the idea of not having hold of my files is, to me, terrifying. But it might be fine for you. Again, everything will come down to personal preference. I'm just telling you the things that are little red flags for me. I also noticed on the internet, uh, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, that there was a bit of outrage at some point about the terms of service that Anchor had and that on reading them, it appeared that they owned your content. Anchor has since updated those terms of service and it now says you definitely own your content and the only thing that they are able to do is sort of push it out to different places like different directories. So that seems to have been something that is rectified. But again, my sort of concern is the fact that all of your files exist within Anchor. I'm sure that they intend to do nothing bad with it, but I just mean that the the company could go bust tomorrow. You just never know and then it shuts down and where are all your files? So that's my only concern, but they have updated their terms of service to say that you definitely own the content, which is important. One other thing I was doing in my research was looking at how easy it is to transfer your podcast. If you are in Anchor and then you decide, oh, this isn't for me, I want to move somewhere else, uh, Some of the research that I did, there were suggestions that it was actually 
difficult. From what I can see, there appears to be an RSS feed that Anchor creates. And usually the process, if you want to move over to another podcast host, is that you would redirect that RSS feed from the old host to the new host. There would be a spot in your new host to put that RSS feed, and then you would need to contact Anchor and ask them to redirect it. I have not gone through that process, so I have no advice to give about how simple or not that is. I have seen online people say that Anchor's team is quite small and that maybe that's a point of frustration. I don't know. I haven't tried that, but that's why I would just advise maybe practicing and working out whether you find it really simple to use Anchor's platform or if you're editing things externally, whether Anchor is the best or whether there might be another option that might be good for you. Again, I have no affiliation with anybody. And if you love Anchor like crazy, then go for your life. But that's just something to consider. And finally, the only other thing that I noticed inside Anchor was in the advanced options when you're actually creating your show, which I think is a little cheeky. I've got to say, hiding things in the advanced options because when you're a beginner, you almost never go down to the advanced options because you're like, well, I am not advanced. That is not for me. But I noticed in there that set to default was post-roll anchor messages, so messages that where anchor can kind of advertise about the fact that this was a show made on anchor. You can turn that off, but it's set to default that it will be on. Uh, I'm not sure if that just plays in the Anchor when you listen in the Anchor app or whether that also plays when you're on iTunes and things, but I don't like that. You know, I feel sometimes I can get it. You're a free platform, so I can understand why maybe there are some of those things that they want to add on to shows because they want to encourage other people to use Anchor, but that's something to be mindful of when you're using free hosting. They're not in the business of philanthropy. Yes, I'm sure they want to make podcasting easier, but they are also a business and they also have an agenda. So I'm not suggesting anything untoward with the company at all, but just be mindful that there is those messages. If you don't want those on your content and at the end of the day, it's your content, you should be deciding what goes out on the show and what is included in the show. If you don't want that, then make sure that you turn that option off. Those are a few of my thoughts and my tips about Anchor. I don't mean to be overly negative about them at all. I think it is great that companies are coming into the podcasting space and trying to make what has been a bit of a closed door area into an open space where anybody can get involved. I think that was my reason for starting my online podcasting course. That was my reason for starting this podcast. I think that there are millions and billions of amazing ideas that would never have seen the light of day prior to this moment in time. But now you can actually have a microphone and get your story down on tape and get it out into the world. And I think that is a beautiful thing. So I am all about encouraging people who haven't been able to access this kind of stuff to step up and to have their voices heard, definitely. But I really think that the most important thing with your podcast is quality. I don't think that there is any excuse to sacrifice on that. And sometimes that means you need a program or recording equipment that is going to give you the flexibility to make the kind of creative choices that will ensure that the end product is the best it possibly can be. Some of those things mean excellent microphones. They don't need to be expensive. They just need to lay your voice down in a way that sounds great 
audio editing software that allows you to get right down into the minutia of your edit and make changes so that you can finesse that piece of audio as much as you possibly can before you release it out into the world. A podcasting host that you find quite easy to use, that you think has all the functionality that you need, that allows you to own your own RSS feed, that has a great player that you love to embed on the website because it looks good. All of these things will, again, come down to personal preference, but it is very important that you think about these things. If you have any thoughts on Anchor, if you love it, sick, and you can't ever think about using another platform ever, and you are making some incredible, great, high-quality sounding stuff using only their editing capabilities, please get in touch with me. Send me an email, head to podschoolpodcast.com and let me know about it. I would love to know more about the platform and to really hear people that are doing great things on it. I think this is a platform that is going to keep growing and growing and getting better and better, and I'm excited to see where it goes. But at least for now... My recommendation would be to either use it as a podcast host if you like it and edit your show locally or to edit and use another host if you prefer it. But definitely give it a try. It's free and it's certainly worth seeing if this is something that you like. Thanks so much for listening. If you are enjoying these tips and finding them useful, please uh, leave me a review, five stars if you feel so inclined. I'm always happy to receive those uh, in whatever podcast app you listen to. I'll see you next week and until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 